it is a bam there it is there it is i love it when things go smoothly good morning everyone it is wednesday and you know what that means for us ladies it is wealth wellness wednesday this is carol sue aka nani boss from a couple of cloudy vero beach a little mysterious looking out there but who cares it's a good day and i'm with two Sisters, hey, good morning, everyone. My name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0. I don't think we had a 0. 0.50 anything when we had our guest on um, previously. Um, and we're just going to hop right on into it. Um, I call Scott a re repeat offender, but we all do love because he is a repeat offender. He, he, we're welcoming him back for the second time, and we're real excited to do this update with him. He was previously on. Um, Oh gosh, three months ago, February. Has it been three months? Yes. Wow. wow. Yes, and I was all bundled up. And today in the Northeast, and North Haven is going to hit the 80s. Woo! Yeah, breaking out of the crap and into the good. I love it. Yes, absolutely. So welcome back, Scott. Thank you, ladies. Thank you for having me again. Wonderful. So. You had an amazing story. Just give us a quick rundown of your story. And then I want to hop into chatting about your, your wellness um, center. Sure, sure. Uh, I'll take you through the quick and dirty three lifetimes I've spent <laughs> so far on this earth. Joined the military at 17, um, served in combat twice, getting shot at, and made a promise to myself that I was gonna live my life to the fullest from that point on. And I did, to the point where I burned out about four years ago. Um, burned out to the point of death, where they had to revive me. And I didn't learn my lesson until until about a year ago, uh, going, going through three years of the same things I kept putting myself through um, that led to the burnout. And uh, then I went and did a, a, a one-month self-vacation, let's say, in India. I went to a yoga university, learned a, an immense amount of knowledge there on on not just yoga as the physical form, but the, the mental form, how yoga helps you in the mental side of things as well. And also did a Vipassana meditation, which is a 10-day silent meditation where you go disconnect from the world and everything that you know for 10 days and you meditate for eight hours a day and you just focus on you. I and that- Let me interrupt you for one second because yeah. that's such an intricate piece. Because can you imagine me doing that? Absolutely not. Be quiet. <laughs> I couldn't do that. So kudos to you. And, uh, you know, it is so it was paramount part of your journey, obviously. But I just that still mind boggles me. Sorry, I had to interrupt and say that. because I No, that. no worries. And I want to say it's not for everybody. You know, there's there's other options out there that, that I could happily suggest that could get you on that same path. But for me, it was, it was uh, life changing, basically. So I went through that and then I came back here to Colombia where I'm, I'm living now in, in the mountains and the Andes, uh, the famous Andes. And I'm constructing a wellness center, a private personalized wellness center. So one person or one couple at a time. And that's where I'll be doing my coaching and also teaching all the lessons that I've learned throughout my life. 
um, to in, in wellness, basically. So that's that's where I am now. I mean, that is so amazing when you think about, you know, and, and for those of our viewers or our listeners, uh, you know, we would uh, have to probably go back to the date where you really went to great lengths because it's such a journey and such a story that I think so many people would re not only resonate with, but can kind of see them through that path themselves. Maybe not exactly the same, but bits and pieces of it. And it was really tremendous of the, the emotional ups and downs that you went through. And then you add in, like we, we always chat about, you add in this last 14 months of cray cray land uh, of you know the globe in what we were dealing with how that also, I mean, that in itself is a whole journey, but then you add that with what you went through or what many, many different people go through. And, you know, that the fact is that you saw the light through out of, you saw the light at the end of the tunnel through a lot of self-development, self-work, self-worth that many of us just kind of we always kind of put it to the side oh i'll get to it later i'll get to that book later i'll get to meditating later or doing that yoga or that fitness later because i'm i'm still giving i'm still doing or faking it don't you think totally totally and and like what helped me when i was in india was getting in touch with myself and and reconnecting that intuition so by the time i came back to colombia i, I didn't know what i was going to do i wasn't working didn't know if i wanted to stay here come back home uh, to California. And, and I was just like at a impasse in my life, like, okay, well, all right. And I'm just going to hang out here for a little bit and see what happens. And then, then that inner voice kicked in and started saying that, um, this was after about six months when I came back from India and said, Hey, you're not doing anything right now. You made a promise to yourself when you're in India that you're going to do a Vipassana retreat once a year, because I, I compare that to like when we take our cars in to get maintained, uh, change the oil. It, to me, that 10 days of disconnect from everything and just being with myself and, and looking in um, without getting all woo-woo um, is, is like changing the oil in your mind, basically. Yeah. When you come out of that, you just feel light. You feel refreshed. You feel focused. Because you don't have any of the distractions. You know, those 10 days, it's 10 days for a reason. Because we've got, I think, uh, what they said, 62,000 thoughts an average person has a day. That's true. Um, and imagine how many of those thoughts are actually, you know, useful. <laughs> you know, so I, I say, okay, that's, that's one reason why we're so mentally fatigued these days. So when I when when you're able to disconnect and and like I said I, you don't have to do ten days but like what I tell people is is disconnect for five minutes a uh, a five minute break throughout your day do do five of those a day and and that's the thing don't your break shouldn't be okay I'm working on the computer and okay my my alarm came off for a break I'm gonna jump on the phone and look at Facebook yeah yeah I'm gonna look at Instagram all of that no you're still connected. When and I tell people get up and move, walk outside, uh, look at the sky, look at the clouds. You know, I mean, people might think you're you're weird. Screw them. <laughs> this is for you. This is not for anybody else. So look at the clouds. Pay attention to them for five minutes. How they change form, or 
look at a flower, look at anything and just pay attention to it for five minutes. When you do that, it deflects the thoughts. Not all of them. You'll, you'll have some come in, but it starts bringing awareness to yourself to notice that, okay, I don't need to be thinking all the time. I can just disconnect for five minutes. And when you do that throughout the day, it, it, it increases your focus. It increases your mood, stress and anxiety decrease. You know, it's, it's just a really good practice. And I love that because it's kind of really forcing all of us. There's nothing wrong with just being still. Right, right. What do you think, Jan? Well, you know, that is so true because um, I just want to share this. Um, the other day, um, I ended up doing a hypnosis se session. And I was a little hesitant, but I know, love, and respect this person. <laughs> so I didn't have a problem with it. But what that taught me was um, that 35 minutes that, and I was under, and I don't want to say under as in like I was out of it and that type of thing, but being under that for 35 minutes, when I, when the session was over, I had a moment to reflect that, wow, because obviously I'm constantly, you know, I work from home, I'm constantly in front of the computer, but what you said there was so important, that opportunity to disconnect. And since then, I have been like on fire. So that 35 minutes last week has really, wow, now what am I going to do next? In fact, I've been looking at different avenues to, um, I was soon doing some yoga meditation last year and, and it was great during that time frame, um, right before our dad passed. So <laughs> uh, guess what I'm going to start to do? It really is such a great way to ease the soul and reconnect without connecting to the digital world. Right. I'm so glad that you just, you know, announced that you have this newfound energy afterwards. And that's, that's really what it is. Um, I, I set an alarm in my phone for one, once an hour to take a break. For some people, that's too much. That's okay. We all figure out what works for, for us. It might take three breaks a day or two breaks. Who knows? But if you just consistently take those breaks, you'll see your, your performance in whatever you're working on. It could be work. It could be family. It could be uh, something that you're doing for yourself, um, some project. But you're going to have so much more energy and focus in doing that. And, and you're not really going to care about all the distractions, right? I mean, they're always going to be there, but you're, you're fine-tuning your mind into how to start deflecting those throughout the day and, and, and recenter your focus on what you're doing, being in the present. Absolutely. And I, and I think to, it gives you that new perspective on pause, reflect, be still, because a lot of times when you are diving into a project or if you're an entrepreneur and your you, you know, social media is part of that aspect of your business, sometimes you get you kind of get lost in the moment where you're just you know, responding, 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 and you're not taking that necessary time to digest and actually read something. I actually... Uh, you know, I was chatting about that this morning is so many times we're too often we're so quick to respond. And either we don't know 
the uh, passion behind something or we immediately just rush to it because we're not even really, really digesting the words. And that really comes from an aspect of having that kind of on point focus. And we lose that as you age. It's just a natural uh, aggression of how our, bo our body changes and where we don't take the necessary time to, like you said, step away, spend that necessary time in the quiet, rethink our thoughts and just even, like you said, focus on one thing and not worry about the outside world for a while it does put a just kind of just lifts you kind of lifts you up. It takes your shoulders in a, for me in a more relaxing position. And it also helps guide me and guide others that we chat with to pause because too often we're just too in. Eh. And I, I think our world is in such a state right now because of social media, because of need to know right away, getting the alerts, getting the emails, the phone calls, I mean, I remember <laughs> way, way back, you know, we, you, you watched a few family shows. It might've been Ed Sullivan. It might've been, I remember when the Wizard of Oz only came on once a year, it was right, right around March, every single year. Now everything is just so quick, so fast. And I think I look at the generations now and I hope they take to heart the power of just being and being still because I don't think they, they do. And it, obviously, you know, each generation grows up in a different time. We know that. And I think there's so much more now a need for health coaches and mindset coaches uh, and entrepreneurs to really pass that message on. It may be a little bit different from people's different lines of work, but always to add that value in that we all need to refresh and it's okay to have that downtime. Part of it, I think, is the fear of missing out. Like, oh my God, I'm going to miss that alert or, you know, what's this person doing or that person doing it? When you really look at it, I always kind of look at it from a humor, humorous perspective. Like, do I really care that much? And when I think when you start asking yourself those questions, you realize that really the importance is self-awareness and self-care to impact all of those around you in a more positive light. Definitely. Good point, Carol. Um, you hit you hit the nail on the head on on where we are in society these days. It's that instant gratification culture, and we're all guilty of it. A lot of us point to the younger generation because I mean, yeah, their their heads are in the phone and the tablets and they're texting away, and everything is instant. Everything is instant. But speaking from experience, work when I was in the professional side, um, working numerous. Uh, projects at the same time, I would get in that mode and start expecting that from my team as well. It's like, hey, I sent a message. Was, and, and me being of an older generation, you know, and my team is younger, and this is something I'm working on with, with businesses these days, is how to mesh the, uh, how can I say, the, the advantages of each generation yeah. into one workforce. Because as an older generation, as a manager, I'd be like, this kid isn't responding to me. You know, he, he needs to send him, you know, I, I need to know right now. But oh, I'm falling into that trap as well. I need to get off my ass and go walk over here and ask the kid myself, hey, what's going on? You know, and that's something that we just get so lost in because of our devices. And that's why I like to disconnect 
um, and teach my teams to disconnect from their laptop, from their phone, get up and go talk to somebody. Or don't text, pick up the phone and call and have the conversation. And, and that's where we start losing the human side of us when we, we start turning into machines. And that's why we need to unplug. We need to disconnect from these devices or we start turning into them. So very oh, good. Kind of, you know, when you think about that too, that's kind of lost in space, scary stuff. We're turning into machines and we don't even know it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was just reading an article a couple of days ago, long working hours killing 745,000 people a year. And I know we're, we're old school. We wouldn't blink at a 55 hour week or 80 hour week. We would just do it. But reading this, this study is, is really profound because they say it doesn't happen immediately. It can happen later, you know, right. a few years later, and then you have higher risk of stroke, heart disease, um, all of these things, because you're, you're putting your body, you're putting your mind through this intense pressure for a long period of time. And that's why I burned out and died. You know, I got the blue screen of death. If you look at me as a computer, I had the blue screen of death come up, say, you need to restart. And that's what happened to me. So I had to be revived because I was going top speed 10, for 10 years or 12 years, and I just couldn't do it anymore. Uh, and I thought I could do it, but the body and the mind said, no, no, you're, you're, you need to reset. You need to go down for a second. <laughs> Yeah, and I often that that's kind of uh, God's way of saying, or whatever your higher self being is, you're not in control. You're exactly. in control of your actions, you're in control of your reactions, but you are not control ultimately. And I, I think it's part of the different generations of how they're brought up and or worth ethic or goal ethic or whatever. And sometimes I think people are almost afraid You know, geez, if I take that time off for me or I need that self-development, you know, I'm going to appear weak because I need to rejuvenate. And that is couldn't be further from the truth. Jan, what were you about to say? Um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I thought you, you were going to say something. It went out. Well, I was. But, you know, the part of resetting for one to realize that, I mean, obviously your medical condition at that point in time in your life forced you to think about that. Now, looking back on that, um, I'm curious as to, obviously you didn't know that that was going to happen, but looking back, did you notice maybe some signs other than obviously you're working crazy hours, you're going top speed, like, what are some things that you can point out to our listeners and viewers that you realize now? Perfect. I'm, I'm so glad you asked that question, Dennis, because that's, that's what I wanted to talk about a little bit today on, on the burnout side, because so many people are experiencing this. Um, I didn't learn my lesson until three years after. What I did is I took two weeks off the bed rest that they told me I needed which was extremely difficult because I had my fingers on everything because I need to know. Um, I, I, would, I don't want to sound like I'm tooting my own horn, but I knew the most in this region that I was working on. And I needed to know it because I was teaching the rest of the teams. 
So if I felt I'm out for two weeks, shit's going to go crazy, basically. <laughs> and I don't want to step back into that after two weeks where everything is crazy. So it took me that two weeks to just try to try to rest and not think about anything. But then I just jumped back in it. I mean, during those two weeks, I did the physical tests, all physical tests, brain tests, nervous system, cardio, um, because I thought, okay, this is, this is a physical thing that made me reset. That's, that's the only thing I was thinking. But looking back on it, to answer your question, what, what happened in those, three, those next three years was absolutely nothing. I did the same BS. I jumped back into a job I didn't like. I was in a relationship that was, was not good. Um, I was having anxiety attacks because of the, the near-death experience I had. So I was diagnosed with PTSD. And all of that led for the next three years into a depression. And that's, that's why I actually went to India to, to fix myself, because I ended up losing 30 pounds in a month looking myself in the mirror saying, who the hell are you? You know? So at that point I realized, okay, this has nothing to do with my physical stature. I'm healthy. I'm, I take care of myself. I exercise. I do, I eat properly. This is all here. It's all here. And I didn't recognize those signs that I'm just not happy. I didn't have any goals I was working towards. So now looking back on it, I look and see how was my energy. And this is, this is where I teach in my burnout class. Um, a lot of people think you burn out because you don't have good time management. You don't manage your time properly. But I say that's only 20% of it. The rest is related to, to your energy, your physical energy, which is like exercise, nutrition, sleep, uh, emotional energy, which is like your mood and your attitude. So if you're fearing, feeling irritable all the time and, and just not in a good mood. Everything is ticking you off. Um, your mental energy, which is like related to your focus. Uh, how, how focused are you during the day? Are you easily distracted? And your divine energy, which is like your spiritual energy. Um, do you feel like you have a purpose? How is your confidence in life? Do you feel like you're going somewhere? And all of those for me, those but my time management was good i was fine with time management but my energies were out the door they were all out of flux so when i was able to realize okay this is this is all related to me on the inside not not physically not how i'm doing my work because my work is going well but how am i how am i am i happy am i you know am i irritable those, those are the things that I, I noticed. And I call that the five by 20 to, to help people remember. So time management, physical energy, emotional energy, mental and divine energies. So those five are all 20% across the board equaling your 100%. So if you have those all in balance, then you're going to be going on the right path, basically. You're, you're, you will be in balance. And, you know, obviously those five points are so poignant in one's overall wellness, well-being. And what sticks out a lot to me is the emotional well-being. 
for instance, if somebody um, wakes up, like you mentioned, you know, their mood or their energy, and you're just like, er, and you know, mad at the world, pretty much your whole day is going to be like that. And it goes to say that um, the energy that we put out is the energy, obviously, we're going to get back. So somebody that is new to that, what is like maybe a couple little things that they can do. You mentioned, you know, setting some time aside, but what are some other things they could do? Somebody, for, for instance, who wants to take a break from the, their emotional health, wants to start perhaps um, professional or personal development. What are some tips or tricks that you can share with us? Sure. Um, this might sound funny, but the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning, smile. Even if you don't feel like it, if you if you smile for 30 seconds, you got your watch on, it's like, okay, five o'clock, I'm going to smile until five minutes and 30 seconds. And even if it's fake, it works. It releases brain chemicals that automatically increase your mood and decrease stress. Even if you're stressing, you know, when they say smile at the devil, right? that's what you're doing. You, you, you got a long day ahead of you. Let's start it off correctly. That's number one. I like to say, uh, people can write in journals or they can, they can visionary, uh, how, how can I say, um, just vision how they want their day to go. You, if you don't know what you're going to do during the day, I suggest highly before the next day, the night before, write out an agenda, two or three things that you want to accomplish the next day. That way, when you're doing that, what you're doing is actually, you're not just planning, you're not just doing time management. I kind of call it time manifestation. Because if you're writing something down, you're manifesting it. You're putting it out there that, okay, I'm going to do this the next day. And when you wake up in the morning, you do your smile, you already know, all right, I got these three things I'm going to accomplish today in my day. So that's another thing. And at the end of the day, I mean, these are all just really basic things to start getting, getting you in the right mindset and, and, and organizing your mind, basically. At the end of the day, look back, do, do, a, do a quick daily review. How did you perform? How did you carry yourself? Are you happy with how you you carried yourself. So imagine you had a little kid with you all day. Did you, did you put your best person out there for, for that kid to see what kind of exemplary behavior you want to put out in the world, right? I mean, because we might not think we're being looked at, but we're, somebody's always looking at you, right? So, and, and you don't have to care, but you should look at yourself and that's what you're doing at the end of the day. How did I perform? How was I as a person today? Am I happy with how I, I handled myself in different situations or, and, and it's a time to not be uh, discouraging to yourself, but like a lessons learned and how can I perform better the next time? So even if you did something really good, look at it and say, could I have done it better? You know, and and it's it's not 
like a perfectionist mentality, but just to reflect on, okay, if this happens again, I have two options now rather than how I handled it the first time. And also look at the progress. So those two or three things that you did, uh, that you wrote down uh, the day before that you wanted to accomplish, look at it. If you didn't do all three, okay, cool. You might've done one and that's still progress. Be happy with that. And also don't be discouraging to yourself because you're learning about your own time management. So many people will tell you, oh, you need to write a to-do list of 10 things. Okay, write 10 things, but you're going to learn that you might not be able to handle 10 things. I might be able to only handle two things a day that I write down and that's okay, but you're not gonna know it right off the bat. It's gonna take a little while for you to get that correct number that works for you and put that down. So yeah, those, those are the things I would suggest to get your mind, your mindset organized in, in the right manner to start, start that self-development. Oh, I think those are all such fantastic tips. And I don't like to use the word that they're tricks because we don't, we, we, we want to know that it is doable. Uh, you know, that we're not on this tight rope to see whether we can actually little come out of our comfort zone and try something new. And I think it's so positive to write things down because you do, it's part of the journey. You see your development. You also see what's changing, what's working. And I also like the idea of the self-check for where you are now. Where we are today is not where we were six months ago. Where we are today is not going to be the same as six months from now. So we always have to kind of allow that room for the growth. And Jan and I always, always talk about when we're talking about uh, different triumphs, which is our Triumph Tuesday theme, is really celebrating those really small milestones, those small stepping stones of you know checking off that list geez i actually made time for myself to regenerate good feelings i turned the tv off i disengaged from social media and the computer jan and i also frequently talk about writing in a journal because there's a different type of mindset that really sparks those emotions within your brain when you're going from here to pad and paper versus actually listening and or typing. So while all three are fantastic and really do help you kind of keep organized, to me, there's something about just actually thinking and then writing it down. I remember it better because it's actually written. And I think a lot of times because of apps and things that are available at the fingertips, you know, we, we, we start typing on our phones and our notes and I always say, well, how often do you look back at your notes? Where somehow when you physically see what you wrote, like, what did I write? You actually find your own handwriting interesting because that also changes over time. Sometimes right. I can read it, sometimes I can't. <laughs> that, that is so true. And I just want, want to share, um, I remember you saying about the smiling and... <laughs> I just started doing this again. And it is so true because I crack myself up over the silliest things. So pretend I'm looking at the mirror as I am now. I wake up in the morning and I'm like, I look in the mirror and I go, hey, how you doing? <laughs> and I crack up every time. <laughs> 
And it does. And what is it? It just naturally me even watching you do it is funny. So, you know, I think laughter and adding humor to your day. You know, there's always a time and a place to have that that accountability with the person that's reflected in the mirror. But there's also a time to be gentle and kind to yourself. But there's also a time to make yourself laugh. You know, think of something funny. Um, you know, start making funny faces. Um, when, and when I notice that I do it, because I have to do this every morning, most women will relate to men will not plucking your eyebrows. Okay, as you get older, you're finding that you're plucking a lot more than just your eyebrows. And you have the, ma the magnified big mirror, and you're, you're like, and you're making all these weird faces trying to get that one freaking hair. And then you start cracking up because you start realizing, you look like a meatball. And I, that's when I kind of have that moment of laughter and smile. It's like, I'm going after you and I'm going to get you. And then I realize what I'm doing and I just start cracking up because it's just kind of weird, but at the same time, it's funny. No, that's a beautiful balance. And, and I love what you were talking about writing things down and journaling. You know, um, it's, it's one thing to put it in the head and, and review, but exactly, exactly what you said, where I like to say, if, if I'm having a bad time and I just can't get out of a funk, we all have those days and don't feel like you're lonely because um, everybody has them. Go back and look in that journal and just start reading your progress, what you have done from, from once you just started and just flip through. And hell, you might laugh about some of the things that you put in there that you, you did and, and jog a memory. But that's, that's the most beautiful thing about writing things down too. I, I love that comment. Wow, we got some really good juju and good, geez, just so many good thoughts of what we can do to really self-improve. And I know our audience and our viewers are just you know, taking that all in. It's so good to hear from different aspects, uh, male and female, of what works. And at the end of the day, the common denominator is just self-awareness and, uh, you know, just really making sure that our minds are sharp, but we've got to do the work to do it. It just doesn't, just doesn't happen. You have to put the work in. Don't you think, Jim? Yes, the, but the work, don't think of it as work in the sense of, oh my God, I got to right. do this kind of thing you know for some people journaling is just as simple as a little notebook some people specifically women love the fancy bright colorful type of journals I like that um I, lo I love highlighters I love giving myself stickers oh I did this today I'm gonna give myself a sticker right I think we got something going on the, uh my grandchildren because they get stickers and they get, you know, and it's so funny when you look back at that, the, the enjoyment that a child gets when they get a check off or they get that sticker or they are trying to go for that goal. You did your chores five days in a row. You're going to you always have to reward yourself. Now, reward doesn't necessarily mean something tangible. You know, geez, I promise to do blah, blah, blah. I promise it to the self and I'm going to maybe treat myself to a manicure or I'm going to treat myself to a spa day or I'm going to just treat myself to just doing nothing and relaxing. So kids love it, but guess what? Adults love stickers too. <laughs> and gel pens, gel pens and highlighters. Oh, colorful. Did you get a new set? 
Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she has. I mean, I got. I'm the same way. I've got. No, no, I've got like just piles of them, piles of them, and I'm trying to get away from the the sticky notes things. But I like the highlighters better. Otherwise, oh, I would have sticky, sticky notes. notes. Who doesn't like? Who doesn't get excited when they go into like Office Depot or Staples? <laughs> I have, of course, I can't. Oh, here they are. I use these are my butterfly. Those are cute. Stickers. I yeah. use them for very special things. Well, there you I go. Today. Well, well, I point yourself. Yeah, you're rewarding yourself, and that's all good things. So now, tell us a little bit before we close this out. Where can well, you know, the, the the whole drill. Where can they get a hold of you? How do they participate? Can they do it online? Give us a little snippet into into your your new program. Yeah, definitely. Everything is available online. Right now, I had just completed a self-connection cycle course, which for anybody trying to learn how to connect to themselves, is it's not an easy process. Uh, we, we're not taught that in our lives. We're not taught that in school. So I've, I've got a program that I put together, and it's just, it's, it's a cycle, basically. And it uh, starts with consciousness, um, being aware of being in touch with yourself, moving to mindfulness. So that's your mental gym, your mental gold, gold's gym, basically, which prepares you for meditation because everybody gets so turned off by meditation these days because it's hard. You can't, a lot of people just can't sit down and meditate. So I have different methods to get you prepared for meditation. So once you are ready to meditate, you can sit down and successfully begin it. So I, I have uh, that, my time life self uh, course that, that I teach. Um, most of my information is on Instagram right now. I, I do have a website, but Instagram is where I post uh, my daily tips, wellness tips in specific areas. Um, and that's at time underscore life underscore self. And I have a self-development growth roadmap basically for 2021 and that's why i'm posting tips different types of tips in each quarter so q1 was time management i think that's when we talked last time and in q2 which we're in now is uh self-organization basically cleaning the mind spring cleaning and in q3 it'll be self-transformation q4 will be energy so um if, yeah, if anybody wants some free wellness tips, just jump on my Instagram and take those. I, all of those are based on my experience, too. I, I, I don't post anything unless I'm feeling it. And, and usually it's in the morning and I'm like, okay. And something has to, like, come to me. And then I'll, I'm like, okay, that's a good lesson right there that I can pass along. So I put that out there. My website is scottjspears.com. And my email is scott at scottjspears.com. So if anybody wants any more information, feel free to, to reach out. Happy to help. Wow, I love that, Scott. Yes, thank you for that. And we'll make sure um, uh, that, that I'll post that under the live of this video. <laughs> so closing thoughts. Ooh. How you doing? Drum roll. <laughs> well, I want to see everybody do that. All right, Scott, go ahead. Oh God! Here we go. No, I want to see you do that. How you doing? Oh, how you doing? Girl, <laughs> Sue. How you doing? Um, I got. I have you guys beat. Just saying. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Obviously, let's be real, girlfriend. 
<laughs> on that note, we, Scott, we want to thank you so much for being on with us today. Obviously, we're going to have you back. That's without a doubt. Hopefully, it won't be three months from now. Um, on that note, my name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0, and I am with two sisters. And this is Carol Sue, aka Naughty Boss, live from Vero Beach. Do not forget it is Wealth Wellness Wednesday. Have that great relationship with money, pay it forward, be kind to an unsuspecting person. And I love the idea that Scott just gave us. Are you spring cleaning your mind? With that, we will see you tomorrow on Trending Thursday. You never know what's trending. You be the trendsetter. Thank you, Scott. Everyone have a great day. Thank you, ladies. Bye,